0: Hello and welcome to the Courage To Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard.
1: courage to be podcast welcome to 2020 you won't recognize this voice it's not Sinead Millard it's Elizabeth Cairns again here and it is my great privilege to be interviewing Sinead again for the first session of her second season in the courage to be welcome Sinead thank you
0: very much (laughs) feels rather strange to be this um, (laughs) side of the interview but that's good Um, plus I've just had as I was explaining to Elizabeth a two-week break with the kids so I'm like oh my god I feel slightly more nervous and um, I'm trusting that Elizabeth's wonderful interview skills will help me articulate myself <laughs> oh, <I'll be> <laughs> after a very horizontal
1: <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Well, me too. Um, speaking of the kids, so your eldest is coming up for four and a half now. Yes. And I kind of, I was, I've been playing around with this thing for a few years of thinking of life in stages mm. and kind of kids up to five and then five, it almost feels like we can live in sort of three to five year chunks. So it feels like you might be coming into a new stage, maybe. Um, that coincides with
0: the new decade
1: what is this year this decade looking like for you
0: yeah interesting Um, what is this decade looking like for me as I think about 2020 um, we spoke briefly before this conversation and I, I, I said that this is the year of failure for me, um, which sounds a little bit strange. Um, but as I said, the goal is not to fail, but the intention going into it is if I fail, that's OK. And what I really mean by that is um, I truly believe that our success rate is limited if we cannot fully embrace that failure. And mm-hmm. was the theory of that is fine. If I look back at 2019, yes, I'm very proud of the fact that I launched the Courage to Be podcast and I was very much a novice and I had to upskill myself and understand not just the equipment, but also continuing to understand the art of interviewing and how to really draw out the key insights as they relate to the Courage to Be. So yes, I'm very proud of the fact that I launched the podcast in 2019, but did I fail enough? No, I don't think I did. Mm. And I had this conversation with my husband last night um, and... I was speaking to him about um, doing more corporate work, in particular corporate keynotes because that's where I came from Mm -hmm. and a lot of my clients, most of my clients work in corporate Um, and that's been an area that I've really avoided and um, it's probably been the most obvious area to go into, Mm -hmm. um, which is always quite interesting. And, you know, I said to him, I should be coming home saying, OK, I, you know, I spoke at this company. T- I spoke at three different companies today. This went terrible. This went better. And it's just it's more if I look at people who have had a lot of success. And if I think back to my interview with Pat Lamb mm. and Pat talked about being sacked as head coach. for yeah. I think it was Auckland at the time. And obviously there's a grieving process that goes with mm. any failure. And I think we'd be... Um, naive to think that there isn't but pat said that um, when he was able to kind of move through that heaviness of the first stage of grieving so to speak he recognized that he was now in the same arena as some of the greatest coaches in the world Mm -hmm. and um yeah so i think okay what's what's the focus for the decade maybe i haven't thought that Mm. big yet but that's a great question um to think about for us all but i think Definitely, as we go into this year, it's to fail more with a view to having greater success. Amazing.
1: What a great resolution. Mm. Let's look back then maybe to the last decade gone.
0: Because
1: mm. um, for me, failure is very closely linked to vulnerability. What are some of the key vulnerable moments or the moments that really required courage for you in the last 10 years? Yeah,
0: it's interesting because very often um, the tendency is to reflect on career um, Mm. straight away Um, but for me I think yes there were some courageous moments throughout my career and perhaps that was if I think back to some of the more obvious ones it was transferring to the US and not knowing anybody moving to a very different business Um, but that for me felt like it was very much a necessary part of my career journey and whilst it felt challenging it still felt within felt okay. Mm. Yes, it was it was courageous in ways. um, But very often when I think back to those courageous moments, they're more personal moments. Mm. Um, And for me, I think marriage was one. Um, (laughs) And my husband was like, gosh, that's that's lovely. (laughs) But in (laughs) the the sense that (laughs) it's, you know, it's as a very driven career woman um, who had the freedom Mm. and the independence, to work as much as I wanted or to do what I wanted when I wanted to do and what it was it it was now coming together with someone mm. um in a way that um yeah I guess it's 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 a big commitment you know mm. and I wanted that commitment and and also we committed quite quite quickly mm. so I think there's lots of kind of reasons as to why that was a courageous act mm. um and I will say that it's been one of the best courageous acts that I've I've made Um, and and also secondly was having kids right Mm -hmm. I I can't say it's a classic do you you know I talk about you know act before you feel ready I didn't feel ready um, but I wanted kids Mm -hmm. and but again, again having kids also came alongside my decision to leave corporate because very early on I had said that I you know I don't want to be within this particular um, system when I have children that was just a personal choice mm. um, so all of a sudden I mean the first so when I first left corporate I was in New York for a year I was pregnant um, but it was a great year mm. I you know went to Costa Rica trained as a yoga teacher I had savings from from record so I could actually enjoy the life then all of a sudden I moved to Cardiff and I had my first baby and it was really, really difficult. Basically, mm. I had kind of leaned on career so heavily as a means to kind of feel that sense of significance mm. and approval. And I had chased that approval very much through my career. Mm. I can say like my career was a vehicle in which I was able to do that. And actually, as you talk about the next decade, that also comes up which is the fact that I don't want to chase that approval Mm. anymore I don't want to put energy into proving myself right so um sorry that's a little bit of a um a side note um because that just came to mind as I thought about that but yes I would say that having kids was a was a massive courageous Mm -hmm. act because it really kind of Forced me to reevaluate my values, my priorities, how I spend my time, um, all of those things. Mm, amazing. Mm.
1: So, if your energy is not going into the proving and the
0: chasing, mm. where's it going? It's going into kind <clears throat> of creating impact, serving, mm. contributing. Um, and you know that might sound very. It's like sometimes I think when we talk about service and contribution, it almost sounds like a little bit martyrish and maybe but but for me it's just like if I look at my current line of work Mm. after I finish a coaching session like that's when I'm at my highest Mm -hmm. um after I have a wonderful conversation on the podcast um that's when I feel at my best Mm -hmm. so for me it's very obvious that when we're in service we feel it's I think everyone is it's 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 human nature Mm -hmm. um so for me it's about creating impact as it relates to the courage to be theme and wherever it is that that evolves awesome
1: how do you know you know if if we think back to those times where you needed that courage getting married Mm. uh, having children there's (laughs) probably a few others in there (laughs) maybe not dwell on the marriage (laughs) what did what made it possible what enabled you to have that courage
0: yeah that's a great question because there
1: was a lot of sacrifice and a lot of compromise
0: I guess because I've all oh, I, I want that full experience of life mm-hmm. I know how like it's like I know how great it is right when it's 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 and and I want to live all aspects of life and um, it would have been in some ways but not really easy for me just to continue to focus very heavily on career continue to climb the ladder so to speak Um get those moments of gratification and those moments of um, approval or significance or whatever it is we want to refer to them as you continue to um, grow in your career. but I wanted to grow in other areas mm. of my life too, and I think it's taken me time to realize that I, th- I had a coach who actually once said to me, there's mm. <laughs> like a, a little, up in little door. interruption <laughs> there. But yeah, I, I had a coach, and this just came to mind as you asked. It, I had a coach who once said to me, Sinead, you don't need to worry about career. It's, I mean, this might, this, this might come across as being a little bit cocky, but it's, it's because my, he said, you will be successful in that area because it's you, you love it so much mm-hmm. and you give a lot of time and energy and you, you want to make it work. Yeah. It's high up on your your kind of value, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, but for me, I think the challenge is, being successful in more areas than that right because that is you know it's it's you know I don't want to just serve Mm. as it relates to my coaching or as it relates to my career it's extending that service and thinking about the intention behind who do I want to be as a wife how Mm. do I want to show up how do I want to serve in that area Mm. who do I want to be as a mother I mean it's back to legacy isn't it when we Mm. kind of ask and in coaching we are constantly looking at um, you know what if I don't or, you know, yeah. and it, it's when we do look back and say, how will I feel if I focus completely on that area of my life or how will I feel if I don't do X, Y, Z? Hmm.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, I think it was a quote from Dan Millman, one of his books, um, Socrates, his mentor said mm. to him, how you do anything is how you do everything.
0: Yes. And I think
1: in in the anecdote that I remember in the book, he was, he was watching um, Dan do a uh, He was a gymnast, a really high-performing gymnast. And he did a a vault or a bar um, move, and then he landed on the mat. And he he managed to land this epic landing, and it was brilliant. And he kind of strolled off the mat, took his jumper off, and chucked it in the bag. And Socrates said to him, that last move was really sloppy there, Dan. (laughs) And he said, well, what do you mean I landed that perfectly? He said, no, I wasn't talking about the landing. I was talking about the jumper. Um, Mm. Because it's it it kind of, the whole book... um, I can't remember the name of the book now. It'll come to me, but it's kind of peppered with these examples of the fact that how you do anything is how you do everything, and it's yes. it's cultivating that sense of who do you want to be and how how do you want to live, and this sense that you have because you do have that less sort of lust for life and, mm. and vigor for life. Were you born with that, or is that something you've cultivated?
0: Um, I think I've always had a sunny side up view on life, mm. um, but I think. What's really helped me, and this has been through my love of learning, learning mm. particular things for me, it's very much, I mean, personal development mm. and just being able to access all these various different tools, whether it's podcasts, workshops, etc. what's really helped me has been the reality or the notion that we are very much empowered to create the identity or the character that we want to be. For me, Mm. that was very much, I feel like in my earlier years, um, I felt a little bit more like I was I don't want to use the term victim but it just helps me kind of articulate what it is I'm trying to say but almost like a victim to my circumstances right mm-hmm. without sounding too dramatic but it's like well this is who I am this is how like these are all this is who I am mm-hmm. and then when you start to play with that and you're like oh this is who I can be or this is oh, well, that narrative I told myself or just because I didn't go to this college or just because oh okay I can actually and I guess there's an impairment that comes with being an adult mm. and being able to choose what it is you want to learn and what it is you want to focus on and the skills you want to develop and the competence that you want to create. Mm. Um, so I feel like that being able to access and learning from people who I really aspire um, to has really really helped me because if we think about it there's so many various different philosophies, learnings, insights mm. that are out there and we can draw from those and take in what really serves us and mm. be a better person or be a more empowered person as we go through life. So I think that we're in a very exciting time whereby we have so much access to wonderful people right now. And that has been something that has really enabled me to deal with some of the challenges in life, but mm. also to step into the person that I want to be.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting you're talking about that that story, that narrative, because we very much define who we are by the narrative we tell ourselves Mm. and by the narrative we tell other people, can't we? We can create... We were talking about media earlier before we we were talking Mm. recording. You know, that you can create the story. You can create any story you want. Yeah. Um, And I know that plays a big theme within that for you. And we were talking before about turning projects into experiments. What Mm. do you mean by that?
0: Yeah, so I think that, and this might be interesting or might not for Mm. listeners um reframing projects as experiments and so i talk about test and learn and a lot of people talk about test and learn um and and that's something that's really helped me but even as i talk about kind of embracing more failure in 2020 i also think about reframing my um, actions my tasks my projects as experiments right because if we think about even even saying that word to yourself aloud like asking yourself know what emotions come up when you think about a project versus mm-hmm. an experiment right because there is a degree of play there's a degree of test and learn and if you think back to if i think of my previous career in marketing when we launched a product or a brand or a new brand it, we went into that in a more kind of playful experimental way like how will it be received this wasn't received very well they're not interested in that product feature let's kind of go back in let's speak to the engineers that's do different th- whatever that is mm. but when we take our own personal lives we think that we're meant to show up and get it all right mm. so I guess it's 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 playful in the respect of giving yourself a little bit more freedom to go into the market and extract information Mm. um, without kind of chronically judging yourself personally if that doesn't go as planned
1: Mm. there is a mindset of not taking things too personally isn't there
0: Mm, yeah absolutely. yeah and I think you know that's it's really hard yeah. right it's really hard if you I can't imagine like I still you know I have never and I've, maybe I'll attract them now you know I haven't had heavy trolling or like massive cricket because I don't think I've done enough to mm. get that I mean you think that's that needs to come you know mm. and I need more critics you know because I think if you don't have the critics you're playing it too safe mm-hmm. you know and um, I, I I usually see the degree to which we have critics is also um, a reflection of you know how much impact we're having Absolutely. you know and yeah. I, yeah I mean that I'll save that for our interview mm-hmm. you did a lovely um, post recently about kind of the critics which I was really um, interested in and we can elaborate that <laughs> when I speak to you after this conversation <laughs> um, but yeah it's
1: um well speaking of that then the feedback
0: because because you are
1: you always learn by feedback and you're always engaging mm. with that and you have had some great feedback on the first series of the podcast what's hit home with people and what have they found to be most useful
0: yeah it was interesting there was one particular individual um who had listened to all episodes and um oh. uh, that's okay that's I'm not sure that that off Sorry. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> um and yeah it was quite interesting so she talked about the theme being transformation but the fact that the hook for her was the fact that the guests were very open and honest about their stories and this particular individual who was moving through a particular transition at that time said look i read a lot of books and i listen to a lot of podcasts um i'm very kind of interested um in personal development but it's those human stories and mm. um, those stories of vulnerability of um of strife, of grit, that really um, have supported her. And she talked about Pat Lamb's interview in particular and described it as being cathartic. And she was actually reluctant to listen to Pat's interview because she's not very interested in rugby. Um, but yes, her experience was obviously very powerful in listening to that. And that, for me, is also a reminder to that another wonderful email from um, a, a very experienced professional who had headed up the... Um, Department of Innovation for KPMG in Australia who had said that he really resonated with the theme and that mm. um, so much so that he took the time out to email and in particular said to me whatever you do stick to the theme which is the courage to be mm. if guests are swaying away from that really come back and mm. um, because that's the that's the juice um yeah so I think it's like Quite honestly, the feedback has been has been really, really uplifting and, and really positive. And um, also given the fact that I haven't invested in the podcast beyond my own personal time and resource. Mm. Um, it's it, yeah, I mean, that's that's been a choice so far because I guess it's complementary to my coaching. And it's also been a really powerful tool for existing clients. and and past clients so again it's something that they can continue to listen to if Mm -hmm. we're no longer working together or if we are working together I can direct them to a particular episode if they want to delve into that more deeply um so yeah it's it's been it's been positive
1: okay Sinead so I know we could talk I've got endless questions but we're running out of time so for my last question what's your invitation to
0: your listeners for this year Hmm, nice question. My invitation is to take one project and turn it into an experiment. Um, perhaps tell one other person um, about this because um, that can just help with accountability and just see what that shift in mindset does. So, mm. you know, does it reduce that pressure that you have upon yourself to kind of achieve a particular goal? um and yeah also of course as always feel free to share that experiment with me but i would start there
1: fantastic sinead it's been an absolute joy talking to you i'm really looking forward to season two apologies for my alarm going off halfway through remind me to go and move my car um and thank you so much for inviting us all to have the courage to be thank you elizabeth
0: thank you so much for listening If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time, back here on The Courage To Be.